Today on our show, we're counting down our top 10 funniest jokes. <laughs> or so we think. Something a little different for you. Let's hit it, Polly. Welcome to episode 436 of the Countdown Podcast. My name's Wayne. And my name is Paul. Welcome to the podcast. We count down stuff in order of awesomeness. You don't have to in today's stuff. This is a funny, well, hopefully uh, funny. Joke. Yeah. Now, we expanded the, po- the podcast to cover anything we wanted it to. And so here is a suggestion we kind of had, Wayne had during the week. I thought, yeah, we could do this. Exactly. I think you start off with something like rude jokes. And I said, how about we just do jokes? Just jokes in general. But of course, mine are all rude. So Mine are not. Yeah. Some are. Some are Actually, I think I've got one clean one just for one like spice. You know what I'm saying? clean one. Yeah. Excellent. So you know what you're in store for if you listen to the show before. <laughs> if you haven't and you've been attracted by the title, very strange, but welcome. It's great to have you here. Thank you. Hello. How are you doing? There is no laugh track, though Wayne said maybe that'd be a good idea. I didn't have time to organize it, Can't unfortunately. That's okay. Um, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. See, here's the thing. My anxiety... We're going to know how it goes. No, my, my thing about this show is like, it's odd to say, like, it's one thing for us to rip funny comments in response to each other's conversation. Yes. It's another thing to perform a joke. Try and tell um, a joke. That's it. Exactly. So it's like, we're not quite sure how it's going to go. However, I will tell you this. Oh, hey, well, I've got some canned laughter. What are you probably, what's the problem? Time for the next level. That's too fucked Forced up. Fuck you. Laughing. You're an asshole. Turn this shit off. Turn this shit off directly. You're an asshole. Why are you such a bitch? This is why this shit is fucked up. It's all fucked up. We do that every time we do a joke. If you do that, I will leave. <laughs> Right, so if Wayne's joke get too bad, I'll start doing that excellent. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave. All right. So anyway, but I was certainly trying to say to you guys, like, I think to myself, like, I've, uh, you know, as a as a man who obviously finds validation in making people laugh, and that's because I Maybe have all like nothing to make else. People laugh. Yeah. I have, you know, been a joke meister, shall we say, for many years, since childhood even, right? Mm-hmm. Glass s- clown, as it were. Yeah, probably the cut up for sure. And, and so I'm thinking, oh, well, what are all my favorite jokes that I put together? Wrote a few down. And I'm like, I can't tell that one anymore. Because no. this shit was funny in the 90s and you can't swing that shit no more. So God damn. Exactly. So this itself is really merely things that I found funny. Okay. And that's what it's going to be. Likewise. Look, I had about five of my jokes came instantly to mind, including a really recent one that my daughter finds hilarious. <laughs> so safe for kids. Two or three of mine are safe for kids. None of mine are. <laughs> And then a couple of which, the only only joke I ever remember and I tell all the time is my number one, because that seems to be the one that stuck with me. I, I remember a joke that you told me once when we were in high school. And oh, I'm not going to remember that one. I wonder if that's going to turn up. I bet you, uh, we'll see how it if goes. You, well, good. You can tell me afterwards. Okay. I've got honorable mentions. <laughs> and so, and then I went to the website, started scouring through funny jokes and whatever made me laugh, I'm like, oh, I can make it in there. And, and then the listeners had a couple, some really great ones. So uh, the pop 10 at the end, there's some excellent ones at the end. So stick around because it'll be a short episode. It's not going to run the hour. No, no. And I haven't on purpose not looked at any of the listeners. No, in I case, didn't, I didn't in case include, one of mine is in there. I didn't include any at all. So if it was in the listeners list, I didn't put it on mine. So there was one that might have made my list. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, you tell me if, if one of, that is a similar to a listener one. That'd be um, funny. That would be funny. Enough. All right. Well, then before we get into the jokes though let's start with the segment which kicks off most every episode it's called the recount who wants a recount who 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 wants a recount who 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 wants a recount the recount is where we look back on the weekend shit it Paul? is indeed. Wayne and the results for episode 433. We are a little bit behind mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. The vote for that episode, which was the male solo artist list, are in. Only oh, place you yes. can vote. The Facebook list can give you links in the show notes. Get involved if you'd like to with some other great listeners of the show. Comfortable victory, Wayne, to you. 
Really? Because I haven't won since 1984. Well, I was about to say, the worm is once again, I think, starting to do. Well, we'll see. This is the first one. 25 votes to you, 16 to me. Jesse Dixon said, been listening to Neon by John Mayer all week. Point Wayne. My man. Great, great track. Jonathan Kidd said, John Prine is a great lyricist. Check out Sam Stone. Raspberry Beret wins it. Oh, oh, so other people like that. Oh, great. Excellent. Erica San Pedro said, Wayne for John Mayer. The other I people know. like John Mayer? Used to not like him like Paul, but John Mayer is best live in concert because of his guitar solos. Wayne, Man check rocks. out the Instagram account, John Mayer Solos. Already a member, my girl. I was going to say, Erica, you don't know Wayne if you don't think he's... <laughs> his whole fucking Instagram will be John Mayer Central. Antoine, patron to the show, said, Paul, I didn't know cream and diamonds and pearls by Prince and having John Mellencamp at number three is mind-boggling. <laughs> Whoops. Wayne, kicking myself for not having Sam Cooke in my top three. Absolute beast. Check out his live at the Harlem Square Club album. Oh, I know that one. It's great. So there you go. George Conway, Wayne, crisscross will make you want to chill. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good. And then look, I don't think it was a single person who voted for me in uh, in the votes here. Timothy Williams said, love Paul's Lenny Kravitz, but I'm a massive Phoenix Suns fan, massive Melbourne Storm fan, and also I'm a massive fan of Purple One Prince, Wayne, for the win. Oh. Okay. Then I'll give the last word to Ben Burnham, who said, well, any time an episode can get Paul singing, it's a loss for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Some funny motherfuckers birds, yeah. in the group. And those number one picks made it an even easier win for Wayne. Never mind ballparks. Prince and Billy Joel are not remotely even on the same planet in terms of talent, output, influence, et cetera, et cetera. And great call. And on Sam Cook Wayne. So oh, there, you, there you go. There was some I never win the, the music ones, man. So I'm kind of surprised. You've broken the mold. There you go. Who knows what's going to happen from here. Let's find out on the side of this, I guess, some kind of music cue. I don't know what it's going to be. We'll figure something out. Uh, laugh, yeah. can laugh track. The top 10. Alf top 10. Funniest track. <laughs> Is the subject of this week's countdown. Look, I'm going to lead away because I'm sure Wayne is going to disgust and impress in equal measure. No disgust. So I'm just going to start with the worst joke of my life. Let's go. sense it's number 10. Let's go. You know, I know we have this theory that make an impression with your number 10, but... uh, We don't even know. This one I thought, ah, look, it made me laugh, but it's also taking a stab at our gender, Wayne. Oh, good. Why does it take 100 million sperm to fertilize one egg? (laughs) Why? Because they won't stop to ask for directions. Okay, not bad, not bad. <laughs> hang on a second, hang on a second, hang on a second. I got some for you. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Live from my iPhone, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> Annoying, isn't it, Paul? All right. <laughs> no, it's the sound quality I'm concerned about. Yeah, I know, but it's also And the timing. <laughs> and the editing that would have to go around it. And all those things. I didn't want you to edit that. It was going to be like a whole thing. Anyway, forget that. Oh, it's okay. going to stay in. Not, that one will stay in, just not every time. Oh, I understand, I understand. All right, okay, wait. everyone. Improve the, the... Well, we'll see how this goes, right? It's a story. So this dude opens a brand new ice cream parlor in town, and a sign outside reads, I can create any flavor you wish for. So this smart-ass guy goes in and says, any flavor? He says, yeah, man, any flavor you want. He says, all right, can you do peanut butter and jelly? I want it to taste exactly like the sandwich. Owner says, come back tomorrow, it's going to be here. Guy comes in the next day, gives him the cone, and says, here you go. The guy tastes it and goes, ooh, I can definitely get the peanut butter, but not the jelly. He goes, turn it around, turn it around. Turns around the cone, licks it. Jelly, amazing. You've done peanut butter and jelly. Fantastic. Hey, listen, how about this? Can you do fish and chips? I wanted to taste like fish <laughs> and chips. He's like, come back tomorrow. We'll get it in. Comes back tomorrow. Stop right there. I found that funny. 
<laughs> Comes back tomorrow, gives him the cone. He says, okay. Licks it. He goes, I got the fish. Where's the chips? He goes, turn it around. Turn it around. Licks it and goes, chips, amazing. You've done it. And he's like, I'm going to unspot this motherfucker. He says, can you do an ice cream that tastes like a woman? He's like, come back tomorrow. <laughs> Comes back tomorrow, gives him a cone, says, here you go. Give it a try. He licks it. He goes, oh, this tastes like shit. He's like, turn it around. Turn it around. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, because that's, coming. that's where it exactly, okay? <laughs> and that's the problem with some of these things. Yeah. <laughs> some of the jokes are about, you know, subverting expectations. Some of them, that you just gotta, you just got to follow it in home. Exactly, and that's it. And I, I, I didn't even know which of these I've told you. I mean, I've known you like a hundred years. Yeah, you yeah, probably yeah. have heard me tell a couple of these. That one, not, but, you know. I don't think I've heard, you would have heard me tell. This one I told my daughter, who still tells her friends, you know, three, four months later. Go on, go on. My friend said there's no food including onions, that can make him cry. Go on. So I threw a coconut at his head. Okay. <laughs> it's a cute one it's for the kids. It's a cute for the kids, exactly. Go. I'm, get the kids I, again, I'm going to try and... F- I don't even know if I do have a clean one in here. All right, let's hear this one. This one is something I heard in high school from Stephen Denty. Remember him? Oh, God. I know. <laughs> it's like... Just I'm, the name I'm alone still, still gonna do lowers the quality of this episode. Yeah, probably. It's, it's pretty bad. So here it is. Oh, shit. So three vampires walk into a vampire bar, Paul. <laughs> one of the vampires is British. Okay, that's an important note. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the Clearly first one- you've set it up ahead there for. Okay. It's Chekhov's British vampire. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So first goes over to the bar and says, bartender, I need two shots of blood. Bartender reaches around the bar, pours him two shots of blood. Here you go. Second vampire over here. He goes, yeah, I also want two shots of blood. Bartender gives him two shots of blood. Both vampires drink their shots. Third British vampire walks over and says, hey, bartender, uh, I'll just have a cup of hot water. Bartender says... Okay, uh, what do you want this hot water for? Pulls out a used tampon and says, "Tea time, motherfucker!" <laughs> oh, that's terrible. You're killing me, Smurf. <laughs> no. Oh shit! No matter how loud you laugh, oh, shit. doesn't say that joke. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know the way it was told to me was that he pulls out the used tampon and says, "Everybody's jiggling, jiggling," which is the t- the Lipton tea. Old yeah, school. it's old school, but that would have not worked. There you go. <laughs> How bad is this show going to be, Paul? Oh. How bad is it going to be? Yeah. <laughs> this might be the lowest rank rating episode in the history of the podcast. Oh, shit. All right. Here we go, then. This is my other safe, definitely safe for kids one. God, God. And I know it's safe because I'm stealing this totally from Eddie Murphy. Yeah, that's fine. All right. A bear and a rabbit oh, yeah. taking a shit <laughs> alongside each other in the woods. The bear looks over the rabbit and says, do you have a problem with shit sticking to your fur? And the rabbit says, no, absolutely not. So the bear picks up the rabbit and wipes his ass with him. There you go. I remember this one. Uh, this is not safe for kids. You can't say shit to a kid. I said it to my kid. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty funny. I said poo. Poo. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. My friend thought that was one was hilarious. Okay. I'm done with the uh, kid. Oh, the next one's not really kid. It's kind of kid friendly. Okay, good. They're all kid friendly compared to Wayne. There's no fucking tampons in my jokes. Well, this one is is stupid rather than, f- well. Filthy. It's, that's not great. But... <laughs> Okay, a guy goes to the doctor and says, Doctor, my asshole is the size of a garbage can lid. <laughs> and the doctor says, what? Take off your pants. Takes off his pants, looks at his huge asshole and goes, oh my God, your asshole is indeed the size of a fucking garbage can lid. How'd this happen? Patient says, well, I was on safari in Africa and I got ass raped by an elephant. And the doctor goes, Jesus, I knew elephants had huge dicks, but I thought they were more long than girthy. I don't think this is like an elephant dick size. What happened? He goes, yeah, well, the elephant fingered me first. <laughs> Is that not stupid? It's funny. <laughs> Paul's just gaping at me. I'm laughing at your reaction. 
You're so far away from disturbing. I'm not sure how our podcast has survived this long. Our senses of humor is so far Well, here's the thing. Paul, this is the thing. You can't, if you saw Paul's face, it's like, <laughs> that would probably make you laugh, which is what I'm laughing at. <laughs> All right. Well, it's funny that you mentioned uh, the elephants and you know, being over in Africa because my joke takes place there, my number seven as well. Go on. Two documentary filmmakers mm-hmm. are out in the middle of the African savannah. Got it. When they come across a cheetah and the wind suddenly shifts and the cheetah picks up their sense and it starts very slowly to move towards them. Okay. And the guy with the camera very quietly puts it to one side, slips his backpack off while the other guy's looking over him, looking back at the cheetah, getting closer and closer, and pulls out a pair of running shoes from his backpack. <laughs> yeah. All while kicking his boots off. And the, the second guy goes, face completely drained of blood, says, mm. what the fuck are you doing? You can't outrun a cheetah. These motherfuckers can do 300 kilometers an hour. And the first guy, as he gets his first foot into the shoe, says, fuck outrunning the cheetah, mate. I just have to outrun you. Wait, this is the joke? <laughs> Everyone's gonna fucking tank. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That is the oldest joke, oh which I like god. a lot. What? You don't like that joke? Oh Come my on. god, okay. <laughs> Alright, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna change up a few. You'll like get, my next one. I'm just gonna go You'll as like nasty as I can here, oh right? God, that's what's gonna be. Here we go. This is an old joke that I heard back in the day, alright? It's just a riddle, it's not even a long one. Ready? Well, you're not allowed to come back up for my just go with your list. <laughs> Alright, here it is. What's the difference between fucking someone in the asshole and a microwave? <laughs> What, Wayne? The microwave doesn't brown the meat. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I heard that. A girl told me that. Like, back in fucking primary school, son. Don't even worry. About- no, actually, it was high school. Right. My number six, you're going to lie. All right, go ahead. So, a family's driving behind a garbage truck when a dildo flies out and thumps into the windscreen. <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassed and trying to spare her eight-year-old son's innocence, the mother turns around and says, Don't worry, honey. That was just an insect. Juices, the boy replies. I'm surprised he get off the ground with a cock like that. <laughs> That's all right. Let's have enough it. Okay, so now this is going to get stupid, right? Okay, well, I, oh, well, I mean, even I more we're already stupid. there. All right, all right, fine. Check it out. This actually happened for real one time, right? It seems like it's like, okay, so my dad, um, in sort of his uh, last few days, uh, had like relatives come over, you yep. know, a long time ago. And I had my Singaporean relatives, just my uncle and his son, who's my cousin, mm-hmm. and dad. And we're sitting there and we're talking around and we started telling what I would characterize as very Singaporean jokes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, this essentially it means it's, it's, it's racist. Against, yeah, racist, <laughs> but against our own culture. Oh, that's okay. So, you know, uh, and it's kind Maybe of like. Singaporean, everyone. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm Singaporean, everyone, just so you know. All right. So, um, yeah, uh, I would say. This is probably one of the last times I heard him laugh, so I actually really like this. But I do think this is a hilarious hilarious joke, okay? Check it out. Here it is. Just a riddle. Ready? What do you get if you run over two Asians standing next to a curb? (laughs) Double yellow lines. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, if you are white, you should feel free to laugh at that joke. It is hilarious. I feel very awkward. Oh, come on. Paul married an Asian, a Singaporean, no less. Has a half Singaporean child. If anyone can laugh, it's you, Paul. No, I don't, Go I don't ahead. think that's the way it works. <laughs> Especially it I would love it 100% too. 100% the way it works. <laughs> All right. My number five is like three short kind of, you know, statements, which or little jokes, very little jokes. Bring okay. It. So the first of them, 5A. My father has a heart of a lion and a lifetime ban from Perth Zoo. I don't get it. <laughs> Wait, he stole the. Yes. He, he killed the lion and stole the, the heart. Oh, okay. okay. 
<laughs> no, I'm just fucking having a good time. Keep going. <laughs> Uh, apparently, Wayne, someone in Washington, D.C. gets stabbed every 52 seconds. That poor bastard. Okay, right. That's all that one. That's all that one. Keep going. And last one, 5C. What did Kermit the Frog say at Jim Henson's funeral? Oh, what? Nothing. <laughs> oh, that's fucking cold as ice. God damn. <laughs> oh, it's dark, but funny. I got a few of those. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, my number five is actually, to me, the cleverest joke that Ooh, I know. Okay, right? all right. And it is, in fact, at the very limit of the type of joke you can tell at work. In 2000, ooh, okay, so it's safe for work, but only just. It's barely safe for work, and the chick so, better be cool. All right, so no, it's not safe for work. Probably not. Unless you but work if you, in a very, very cool place. Yeah, uh, but I've gotten big laughs. I actually told it because one time I was in a presentation, there was quite a few people there, and the, the, the AV fucked up and I, it took like a minute for it to switch screens and I said, I'm just going to tell you a slightly racy joke. And you didn't tell the ice cream joke? No. <laughs> <laughs> Better or Too worse long. than that one? Like I said, I actually think this is the, one of the cleverer jokes. Okay. Here right. we are. Ready? Paul, what's the difference between light and hard? No idea, Wayne. You can sleep with the light on. <laughs> Isn't that great? I think that's great. <laughs> what? Not bad. Isn't that right? I is again you're not actually like calling out fucking asses and whatever but there you go <laughs> all right i'm staying in the dark territory Please, for my go dark. Floor, dark apparently is funny. wayne gets a better reaction from that one i think it's hilarious so wayne my girlfriend dumped me so i stole the bitch's wheelchair <laughs> guess it came crawling back oh <laughs> shit okay good okay good if that's what we're doing now this is all sorry on. that's I'm my a- most un-pc joke that's i have fuck to say oh man check this one out okay my number four is uh very topical ish <clears throat> What did the lady say to Michael Jackson at the beach? Oh, God. Excuse me, sir, you're in my son. <laughs> oh, that's not good. I thought mine was dark. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, uh, uh. You know what? There's a bonus one here. Go on, um, go on, go on. Why not? Uh, before he died, Michael Jackson recorded a cover on an Elton John song. Uh, Don't let your son go down on me. <laughs> It's already done. It's already way possible. What's we're what, done? You know, in podcast land, where there's an E next to it to say, you oh, know, a, that's gonna have. A can countdown. we have like three E's yeah, on this episode? Could, you should probably. Oh, yeah, we should is this the episode that gets a countdown shut down? I'm sure it's fine. Like they, they their AI can't possibly pick up conceptual shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Okay. How did I agree oh. to this idea? What an idiot! <laughs> All right. Look, I didn't tell you the story, Wayne, but I was recently drinking at a craft brewery. Oh, and the guy behind the counter suddenly starts saying, "Does anybody know CPR?" And I replied, "Mate, I know all the letters of the alphabet." <laughs> and we laughed and laughed, well, except one guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where we are. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. So here's my number three. Right? Yeah. This <laughs> this joke, ladies and gentlemen of the <laughs> audience, particularly my American listeners, our American listeners. When I first heard this joke, I am unfamiliar. With AFL, dissimilar to ball. Oh, hang on. Damn it. Do you better not tell my fucking first joke? Uh, let's Number see how one. it goes. Yep. All right. If it is, we'll work something out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, what are the odds? Mm, no, there's know. no way you could sell this joke because you wouldn't know. The- yeah, okay, go on. Well, that's the thing. When I heard it, I didn't get it. And then someone explained it to me later. And then I thought it was hilarious. So Americans, you're going to get that same experience. Aussies, you're going to have... The, yeah, my joke's try. funny across... Just You might not know the players, but you'll still laugh at the joke. Okay, I hope, good. I hope. All right. Here we go. So... 
There's this dude. He's walking down the beach, you know, he's in Australia, and he's like, do, 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 and he notices there's a woman. It's a nudist beach, I should mention. Right? <laughs> Important detail that of course it's out. A nudist beach. Uh, the woman is lying down face up, and one of her titties is painted black, and the other titty oh. is painted white. <laughs> I think Paul remembers this one. Yeah. Can't be sure. Anyway, he says, Oh, hello, miss. Sorry, why, why is one of your breasts painted white and the other black? She goes, Come on, the Magpies. I love the Magpies. That is a football team, which is colors are black and white. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, great. Okay, sure. Keeps on walking. Sees another dude, naked, face up, one ball painted white, the other ball painted black. He's like, uh, is that? He goes, yeah, man. Magpies, baby. That's my team. What's up, baby? Magpies. Okay, cool. White. Okay. Keeps on walking. Sees a woman. Half her pussy is painted black, the other half white. He says, let me guess. Big Magpies fan. She spreads her legs and goes, St. Kilda! <laughs> Now St. Kilda, my American friends, white red, white, and black. <laughs> yeah, the colours, yes, I knew that. Who knew that joke very well? Oh, Jesus. Not my okay. number one. <laughs> Good. All right. I wonder how everyone's doing out there. How's everyone yeah. doing? A little check this in there. A very everyone fast, okay? very fast episode. Very fast episode. <laughs> no, no bang for your buck on this one. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Are you? Are you the free buck? Yeah. <laughs> My number two is a joke which I literally retold to an engineer friend the other night and she still laughed. Good. So I thought that's a good test. And it was a chick. For this episode. Yes. Here Excellent. we go. Three engineers are driving in a car, a mechanical engineer, a chemical engineer, and a computer engineer. Got it. And suddenly the car starts sputtering, coughing, and conks out and pulls over the side of the road. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and the mechanical engineer says, ah, oh, fuck, we are screwed. That was the absolute, the pistons going. That's going to be a whole day job to get that shit replaced. We're here overnight. Guys, and the second chemical engineer says, no, 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 no. Did you hear the note in that cough? That was the, the line, the fuel line going. We're going to have to fucking drain the whole thing. Redo it. We're here for like three days. And the computer engineer says, guys, guys, come on. What's the problem? Let's just get out and get back in. I, remember <laughs> I, saw, I saw it coming, but I think I remember you saying this one. That is one of my two favorite jokes. That's not bad. Okay. Okay. You know, here we are. Good God. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, here it is. Here's my number two, okay? Is it too late to do another episode to recall that as well? I don't know. I don't know. You know what? I've got a shit ton of, 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 of um, really nasty honorable mm, mentions. We'll have to edit through those. They're not really nasty. They're pretty funny. All right, here we go. This joke, I usually get a, a, a gag with, but typically while I'm sitting around and others are drinking. Does that make any sense, Paul? Um, mm-hmm. Here we go. So there's this dude, and he's sitting in a bar. I'm sitting around drinking. Uh, usually it's a crowd of people, but okay. okay let's let's right, go. Let's right. see how this goes. He's, he's sitting in a bar and he's got... One thing about this guy, he's got a wooden eye. He's a fake eye and it's wooden, right? And so that's just one thing that he's got, a little, little physical flaw, right? And he's sitting around. It's just kind of like, you know, hey, you know, I'm me. He looks across the bar. There's a beautiful girl sitting at the bar and she's quite pretty, only unusually, her mouth is not horizontal. It is vertical. <laughs> it's vertical. <laughs> But that's the only deformity she has. And he notices she has slightly sad eyes as well. And he thinks to himself... Because she's got a vertical mouth. Right. And he says, you know what? Maybe she's like me. Maybe like we're mostly okay, but there's one flaw and she's a little sad. And maybe I can connect What's with her. What's his flaw? He's got a wooden eye. Oh, wooden eye. Right. Thank you. Reminder. And so he's like, I'm going to go over and say hello to her. And maybe we'll connect. And maybe we'll fall in love. So he walks over gingerly and he says, excuse me, miss. Would you like a drink? And she says, would I? Would I? And he goes... Don't call me one eye cut lips! <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> because you've all, yeah. you don't expect the harshness, you see. If you're making sweet, you don't expect the harshness. And by the way, I'm a little faint right now because of the big bellow that I just did. <laughs>
My number one joke is another AFL-related joke. So Aussie rules football for our international listeners. Doesn't require you, though, to understand the players. Just you know, follow along with the joke. So our Australian fans will be, listeners will be aware, if they follow the football at all, that Gold Coast recently got a new coach after they fired Stewie Jew. Okay. And Stephen King, not the author, <laughs> has stepped up to coach Gold Coast. Now, Gold Coast have done not much better since he's come on board. And he recently saw the coach calling him top of the ladder, the team you mentioned before, the Magpies, top of the ladder. He went up to Craig McRae, their coach, and said, Craig, mate, your team's playing such good footy at the moment. What is the story? Can you give me any advice? I need some help with the boys. We're languishing in 14th on the ladder. You know, the season's over, but I really need to, to build something up before the end of the season. And he says, mate, it's really important, Craig McRae says, that you get some smarts in your football team intelligent footballers play better football. They can mm-hmm. read the play better and all the rest of it. Look, let me show you. And he calls over the captain of the Collingwood football team, Darcy Moore. Darcy Moore comes trotting over and he says, Darcy, all right, you ready for this one? I want you to say, Stephen, here, how smart you are. Okay, man. Yeah, no worries, coach. Let's go. He says, all right, Darcy, if your parents have no other children, who is your sister's brother? And Darcy Moore thinks about it for a moment and he says, me. Good on you, mate. Well done. Off you go. Stephen King says, fuck, Craig, that's awesome. All right, excellent. I'm going to instill some intelligence into my team. Thanks very much. Off he goes. Goes back to his club and he's, one of his co-captains is Jared, which is this big hulking behemoth of a ruckman. Says, Jared, Jared, look, this is really important. All right. I don't want to undersell this at all, but I need to know where this club's at. I need you to try to answer this question. I want you to have some time though. I don't want you to think, don't, don't rush the answer. Go away. Maybe have the night. Have the night. Don't Google it. Have the night. Go away. Think about the answer to this question. Come back to me tomorrow morning and let's have a chat. And Jared Witt says, all right, no worries. All right, if your parents have no other children, who is your sister's brother? He says, oh, shit, Stephen. That's a tough one. Thank God you gave me the whole night to think this one. All right, I'll go, I'll go sit on it. I'll sleep on it. Come back to my morning. Next morning, they're in the, lo- they're in the locker rooms. Stephen calls Jared over and says, all right, mate, you've had a lot of time to think about this. It's really important. It's the future of the football club. Jared, if your parents have no other children, who is your sister's brother? And he says, oh, fuck, I really thought about this a lot, Stephen. I think... Is it my uncle's second cousin? He's like, no, you dickhead. It's Darcy Moore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this, this is the most Aussie joke I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> but to be fair, I did not see that last one coming. So well done, old man. <laughs> well done. Okay. My number one is actually where this is also pretty Aussie if you think about it, if you look at the execution here. But I was in a club in Melbourne and there was an open mic and this guy comes up and wow. open micer. Open wow. micer. Okay. And try and picture the guy, he's, he's an Aussie guy, right? And he tells this joke, and I fucking lost it. And I still think about it now, okay? Here it is. I was sitting in my apartment on my couch, and I was drinking Coca-Cola, and my girlfriend walks in and she says, do you know that is the worst thing for your body that you could possibly drink? And I said, gluck, 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 gluck. <sighs> what about poison, fuckhead? <laughs> what? You don't think it's funny? No. It works on a couple of levels. One, poison is far worse for you than coke. And two, he calls his girlfriend fuckhead. <laughs> I feel much better about the end of my list than I do about the start. <laughs> compared to Wayne's. Why? I thought that was hilarious. Look, that's our list. Okay. For better or worse. Oh my God. I'm just going to award it to you because you were more controversial in the jokes. Well done. Wayne, I want you to be selective. I will. I will be selective. I don't want to have to edit around this and be having a sleepless night. No problem. Wondering who my sis- my parents have no other siblings, who my sister's brother is. No problem. Okay. All right, here we go. Here we go. 
<laughs> Alright. Uh, what's the difference between a pickpocket and a pervert? Mm. One snatches watches. <laughs> ah, okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> All right, that's pretty not bad, good. not bad. All right, okay. What did one tampon say to the other? <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing, they're both stuck up cunts. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Okay, all right. Um, let's see here. Um... <laughs> Give me three more. All right. Uh, what do you call a hooker with a runny nose? Full. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> all three of those better than your number one. Oh, fuck. All right. What do you call the sweat between two rednecks having sex? You. Relative humidity. <laughs> <laughs> one um, more. One more. Uh, let's see here. Okay. A threesome is with three people. A twosome is with two people. So now I understand why they called me handsome. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually okay, right? That all right, there you go. It's right. not bad at all. <laughs> That's Alice in the shortest episode of the podcast ever. Oh my God. Let's go over to the listeners list, which yeah, one hasn't read any of them. I haven't heard. Let's hear these. I'm going to try and do yeah, my yeah. best to deliver them yeah, in me, a segment that we call the Pop 10. Talk about Pop 10. Talk about Pop 10. We'll kick off this week's Pop 10. It'll probably be a bit more than that because we've got a lot of time. Jonathan Kidd said, What is the difference between a garbanzo bean and a chickpea? Someone said this to me. Go I've on. never had a garbanzo bean on my face. Yeah, there you go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. I'm going to read this one because Luke Alexander put it here. But it's terrible and my daughter knew it. What's brown and sticky? A stick? Yes. Okay, I've heard this one. I've heard that one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Chris Sutherland. What is Bruce Lee's favorite drink? What the? You actually gave me three. I didn't understand the first one, so I read you the second one. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. That was not bad. Not bad at all. Hey, hey, uh, check this one, just real quick. Go right? on. This is the stupidest but funniest joke I've heard. There's two eggs in a frying pan, and one says to the other, man, it's hot in here. And the other one goes, what? A talking egg? <laughs> Isn't that some funny shit? All right. <laughs> no. <laughs> John Lander, patron of the show, said his favorite son's favorite joke was brown and sticky. And he said, looking at you, Wayne. So apparently there you go. Okay, I am brown and sticky. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> Einstein joke. One day, Albert Einstein was on his way to a science conference to make a speech, being driven there by his trusted chauffeur of several years. Mm-hmm. On the way to the conference, Einstein remarked out loud how the chauffeur's white hair and mustache made him look not dissimilar to Albert himself. As the ride continued for a few more minutes, Einstein said, I'm sick of all these conferences. I always say the same things over and over. The chauffeur agreed, you're right. As a chauffeur, I've attended all of these conferences and I always hear you saying everything the same. Even though I don't know anything about physics, I could give the conference in your place. And Einstein said, great idea, let's switch places. So they do. And as soon as they arrive, the chauffeur dressed as Albert Einstein goes on stage and gives the usual speech while the real Einstein dressed as a chauffeur at the back watches in the audience. Okay. In the crowded auditorium, there's one scientist who wanted to impress all his mates. And so he stood up and he asked Einstein a very difficult question, hoping he wouldn't be able to answer it. The scientist stood up and interrupted the conference by posing it to Einstein. The whole room went silent, holding their breath, waiting for the response of the world's most famous genius. The chauffeur impersonating Albert Einstein looked at the scientist dead in the eye and said, Sir, your question is so simple, I'm going to let my chauffeur answer it. Oh, Hootie and the Burnfish. Nice. There you go. <laughs> this one is funny. Okay. Also very non-PC. So Not good. That's what I like. Connell at. Tobin McNeil said, there's a man walking down a beach. He sees a, a woman who has no arms or legs and is crying. So he stops and asks, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. She says, look at me. I've never ever been kissed. Oh. So he leans over and <laughs> yeah. kisses her. She's still crying. And after he says, well, what's wrong now? And she says, well, look at me. No one's ever even made out with me. So he groans and leans over and makes out with her. 
She's still crying after that. He says, okay, what now? I kissed you and I made out with you. She says, I've never, look at me, I've never even been fucked. So he picks her up, throws her in the ocean and says, now you're fucked. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, God. Okay, Smiley Samani, this is terrible. He, he should know better. Two snakes are slithering through the bush. One snake turns to the other and says, mate, are we poisonous? His friend says, nah, I think so. Why? He goes, good, because I just bit my tongue. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I remember one here. What did the cannibal do after he dumped his girlfriend? <laughs> Wiped his ass. Something was shitting right. Yeah. Go on. Jesse Dixon said a snake walks into a bar. The bartender goes, holy shit, how did you do that? Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> My wife's favorite, according to Andrew Watson. Mother asks the little girl what toy she'd like for her birthday, to which the little girl replies, Barbie and Action Man. The mother, a little confused, says, but Barbie comes with Ken. No, mummy. She only... Fakes it with Ken. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a few Barbie jokes floating around after that movie. Yeah, Timothy Williams says, why can't Barbie get pregnant? Because Ken comes in, in another, another box. box. I've heard this one. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Okay, you'll like this one from Lou Fry. What do you call a train that doesn't stop at any station? What? Thomas the Cunt. <laughs> what? I don't even get that, but it's funny. <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, I know, I know, but it's just a cunt because he doesn't stop. Okay, yep. okay. It's all right. So it's from your cousin, Ash. Have you seen Stevie Wonder's new house? <laughs> nope. Don't worry. Neither is he. Yeah. They, they always talk to me about this. It's very funny when the Stevie Wonder stuff comes up <laughs> on the show. <laughs> uh, Jamie Davies said, came home to my wife cutting my onions the other night. Had to be tearing up. I love that dog. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Horton said, I used to be a werewolf, but I'm all right. No. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. The Alan Thomas sums up this whole episode by saying, what's the secret to great comedy? Timing. Because <laughs> Steve Martin has a joke and he goes like this. He goes, the secret of comedy is timing, 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 timing. <laughs> it's good stuff. Luke Alexander said, Confucius say, man who walked through turnstiles sideways at airport going to Bangkok. <laughs> I remember one like that. Uh, Confucius say, man who go to sleep with itchy anus wake up with smelly finger. <laughs> Chef Ben Randall from the Inweeds podcast, patron of the show, says, What is 6.9? What? A good thing ruined by a period. Yeah. <laughs> ben Burnham says, I ordered a chicken and an egg from Amazon. I'll let you all know. <laughs> <laughs> that one is really good. I like that one. All right. I've got the final one here today. Right. Here, right, let's go. This one is topical because Luke Norton has given it names. And I think aptly summarized our experiences here as we've relayed them on the show. Okay. So Luke Norton said, Steve, Paul, and Wayne are stranded on a remote island when they come across the local inhabitants. Mm. The leader of the group tells them to go out into the jungle and find 10 pieces of fruit each. Steve comes back with 10 apples and the leader says, you're going to shove those 10 pieces of fruit up your ass and you must not make a noise or show any expression or you will be killed. (laughs) Struggling to shove one apple up his ass, he winces and is killed. A short time later, Paul returns with 10 grapes. I knew I would be the guy. And it's told the same thing. <laughs> Up goes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight grapes. Without noise or emotion, on the ninth grape, Paul bursts out laughing and is promptly killed. Up in heaven, Steve says to Paul, mate, what happened? You only have one more grape to go and you're home free. And Paul says, mate, I saw Wayne coming out of the, of the jungle with pineapples. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I would do that. Also... If Paul had to shove anything in his ass, he wouldn't get past one. My exact reply, Wayne, <laughs> was plus I wouldn't have made it past grape one. Yep. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, maybe I've got one more. All right. One go. more from B Dizzle. Billy Dunham from the We Watch The Thing podcast. Great show. Check him out. Patron of the show as well. So there's this penguin, right? And he's driving down the road when all of a sudden his car starts making a, a choking sound. So he pulls into a mechanic. The mechanic tells him, oh, it's, it'll take about half an hour to fix. So the penguin goes next door to an ice cream store and orders a massive sundae. And he's really chowing down into this thing. Poor guy hasn't eaten all day. So, you know, he really needs to, he needs to get it in him. When he's all done, he goes back to the mechanic. The guy looks at him and says, mate, looks like you've blown a seal. The penguin frantically starts rubbing at his face, yelling, no, 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 it's just ice cream. <laughs> Uh, I think we're done. I, I think, think I done. think I think the the folks are as funny as us, basically. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> thank you so much, everyone, thank for you, contributing, everyone letting this pad out the show a little more. Yeah, uh, this was an experiment. Experiment. We'll see how it turns out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I know how it's already turned out. <laughs> I think out. I've got an idea as well. <laughs> Look, we got nothing planned for next week's episode of the show. We're going to talk about after we finish recording. We could record that too and make it out to a proper length episode, but I don't think we're going to put you through I don't that. Know. At this stage, you might have already turned off. Yeah, so. how, do the, how do the good folk get in touch with us? Why don't you Google the Countdown Podcast, find all of our socials, and give us an email at thecountdownpodcast at gmail.com. Or, you know, check out the website, thecountdownpodcast.com. That's it, the website. Follow us on Podbean where we host this show and check out the Facebook community. As mentioned earlier at the top of the show, link is in the show notes. That's enough from us today. I hope you got at least one or two laughs <laughs> in amongst the groans and what the fuck are these guys doing. It's been an absolute pleasure sort of coming at you today. <laughs> My name is Paul. My name is Wayne. And this has been The Soundboard. You can't handle the truth. Joke episodes. There's a reason podcasts don't do them. We'll catch you next time. See ya.